GameZillaMedia.com. It's time for the last action podcast. Pop quiz, hot shot. Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need. The need for speed. Kill it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome to this week's episode of the Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ. And I am joined by, I'm not even going to introduce them individually. I'm going to introduce the three of them as a group because it's three people I would love to abandon in a sinking submarine and leave and let them get eaten by a giant prehistoric shark. Hovercraft yes. Joe. <laughs> I gotta I gotta take a offense. I gotta say, I, I don't even care so much about being left in the sub. I take offense to the fact that you basically continually Every time, even if it's just you and me, introduce me like I'm a guest on the show, which I have been the co-host for, for I don't know how many episodes now, a lot, more, more than Sphinx. I've been on more episodes than Sphinx now, and you still introduce me like I'm a special guest on the podcast. It is rude that Joe's a guest and Sphinx gets to host. It's true. Joe is Ben Wyatt and Sphinx is Mark Brandanowitz. Well, you know, you know what's great too is if you go and listen to this podcast, you know, on your your podcast formats, there's not even a picture of me on the damn thing that comes up. I had to look at him and Sphinx on the friggin' iTunes. So, anyways, I, look, look that that part I have nothing to do with. I tried to get it changed and it wouldn't change. Well, I'm still waiting for the picture of Hovercraft Joe on Johnny Five's body. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. All right, well, people uh, people out there, uh, join our Discord. Uh, Photoshop a picture of Hovercraft Joe's head on Johnny Five's body. It'll be gangbusters. Well, anyways. If you want to take it a little further and uh, tie it in with some slash fiction, then go ahead. Yeah, he loves feet. It's true. He loves feet. Loves okay. feet. We're, um, we're, we've got we've LPJ got no... loves feet. No, Let's be honest here. No, LPJ <laughs> loves tentacles. <laughs> Boy, did he pick the right movie? Um, <laughs> so we've gotten a little off topic, and I apologize. That's partly my fault. I came in a little hot. But um, <laughs> did you want to introduce the other guests besides oh, yeah. me on the show? Uh, so the other two guests we have uh, were joined by the Tush. What's up? You know, there might not be any human tush, but there's some shark tush, so let's call it dorsal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh, joining us again is Jody. Hey, guys. <laughs> um, I would like to say, too, I kind of like the fact that, like, last time Jody was on, we made a big deal. We are like, Jody, next time you're on, it's going to be a movie you pick. We'll do whatever you want. And then we, like, uh, like again, like, last minute, we're like, hey, we're doing this movie you want to be on. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? In our defense, we already know he likes this movie. And like also, I got screwed by the tush. That sounds weird. But like he was supposed to be doing <laughs> let, me, let me finish. He was, he was supposed to be doing the other movie we were do, we were recording tonight. And then I'm like, "Hey, do you want to be on both of them?" And he's like, "Nah, I just want to be on the one we're doing now." And dropped off the other one. Well, I wasn't ever fully committed to the to uh, the other movie that you're doing. And also, like, it's like, yeah, I mean, I don't didn't necessarily want to do two, and this is the much better of the film. So. What? Are you busy? Do you have something to do tonight? <laughs> I am a busy gentleman about yeah. town. Yeah, before you answer that question, let us know, are you actually wearing pants right now? 
I'm wearing shorts. Okay. And they're not boxer shorts, so... Put that photo on Discord. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, anyways... This has been a great start. Very concise. Uh, sure. <laughs> what people come to expect from the last action podcast. Uh, we are talking about the Meg today. The uh, the Meg, uh, which came out in August tenth, two thousand eighteen. So fairly recent. Um, we were uh, we all have kind of a shared history, I would say, with our uh, viewing of this movie. Oh yeah. Although there was some discrepancies today when we were talking with Tush about it off off pod. Um, <laughs> My memory of this is the L- correct one. And LPJ and Jody can uh, can back me up on this. Is that we, me, you, uh, the three of us, and uh, frequent podcast guests or past podcast guests, Devin went and saw it together. Yep. We had spent the day at the pool club that Jody belongs to in his neighborhood. We had swam. We had a pizza. It was a great day, and we went and saw this movie uh and enjoyed it and i remember specifically that me and devin got a large popcorn and ate the whole thing before the uh credits or for the previews ended um am i missing anything and i feel like this is where the discrepancy comes in i feel like we wanted dave to go with us but dave had already seen the movie fairly recently and said that he did not want to see it again already yes i remember that being the case too because we talked about it on the pool deck See, I maybe it's just that Devin always wears shorts with underwear, like swim shorts, because I remember being at a swim club with Devin doing that. So maybe it's just something he always does. You but, came to the pool. Yeah, you were there. You yeah. just ditched okay, us for the movie. I feel no, I feel like we were all together at the movie, just in the same theater, but I so it or this happened with another movie where I had promised my niece that I would take her to see this movie. So I went with my niece, my brother, and my dad. I feel like we were in the same theater, just not sitting by each other. That's my recollection. It might have been a different time, but I, I feel like I would have I would have gone to see this movie again fairly soon after seeing it. But I think your memory is a hundred percent wrong. But I could be on an island, so well. See, then I don't think it'd be a hundred percent. It'd only be fifty percent wrong right. because you know. I All right, still semantics. Remember, either either way. Sunday. The three of us were definitely there, and you, Tush, were not with us sitting there. Yeah. At the very uh, least. And and I will say just a little bit more. I remember um, I remember being really hyped about this movie because it was like, well, it's Jason Statham who I love. And, like, okay, like, he's fighting a giant shark. And it's, you know, the, the marketing on this was crazy. Like, it was everywhere. So I remember being very excited about this movie. And I remember liking it a lot. Uh, maybe not a lot, but I remember liking it when he saw it. I... I, 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 we'll get into it. You know, obviously that's why we're going to talk about it. I, uh, maybe my feelings have shifted on it a little bit since we, initially wow, you, you, your taste has gotten worse. Thanks. This movie's awesome. All right. Well, that's I, why we're here to talk about. So, you know, I, I agree with you as far as like when we saw it and all that stuff, I don't remember all the marketing for this. I remember this movie as far as my recollection of it. I remember it kind of coming out of nowhere and like only knowing about it, maybe the week before it came out. Oh, yeah, shoot, that's not me at all. I remember this was, like, all over the place. Well, no, and, yeah. and that's the thing. I remember, like, saying, holy crap, what is this movie, The Meg? And then you're, and I remember you saying something to the effect of, yeah, it's uh, it's it's coming out, it's Jason Statham, and, you know, you seem to know all about it. But I, for well, whatever reason, this thing lost right by me until the week before we went, and, and then we went and, went and saw it, obviously, and I was super hyped for it. Also, I'm in the unique position among us, and probably most people, that I've read the novel on which this film is based. 
So, and let me tell you, the film is much better than the novel. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about some of the differences, like when they come up, like scene wise. One, one's a really big one, but the, one of the big things that's like in the novel, like you know, he has like the ex-wife character, but she's like way more evil. And I feel like every like like Michael Crichton or whatever novel back in like the '90s always had like a ball busting ex-wife character. Whereas in this, she's fairly pleasant. They just didn't, you know, they just didn't, you know, work as a couple, you know. You know, Michael Crichton didn't write the book for this, right? I know, but I'm saying like, like if you look at like Michael Crichton books, like you know, oh, okay. which were really popular at the time, like you know, you know Rising Sun or whatever. There's always like an evil ex-wife character, and it was similar to uh, you know this. Like the guy was definitely reading Michael Crichton. And then wrote this book. That's you know. fair. You're right. This does feel like a Michael Crichton style book. <laughs> or like this guy read Jaws. Jaws. It was like, hey, you know what? <laughs> I got an idea. What if Jaws was bigger? Yeah, that that's fair. This yeah. Is, uh, like, I will say like 80% of the research I did on this movie amounted to, this was an homage to Jaws. This shot was an homage to Jaws. Them doing this was just like in Jaws. <laughs> How many homage, how many homages can you have before it just becomes kind of a ripoff? Well, I mean, I feel like there's two ways to pronounce that word: homage, homage and homage. And homage or you know, homage is not really a pronunciation of it. Well, either way, um, <laughs> before we get to the numbers, uh, Jody, did you have anything about like this movie you wanted to add as far as like your memories of seeing it or it coming out or anything? No, I just remember going to the pool and then all going minus a tush to see it afterwards. And really enjoy it. I really love sharks. Big fan. So why wouldn't I like this? Fair enough. The bigger the better. Um, Okay. So uh, we talked about the release date. Uh, This movie. uh, So it has a budget of like $130 million. But then I read that it has a marketing budget of $140 million. Which is crazy. So, so um, what, yeah, which is wild, but I guess it was everywhere. Um, so this movie makes $145 million domestically and then makes $530 million worldwide, which makes sense if you think about, like, the sure. cast of this movie and the setting. And, and 530 seems like a lot of money, but I guess if you consider that overall it costs them, like, $300 million with the marketing, it's not... You know, it's still a lot of money, but not like a crazy gross. Yeah, I think a lot of that budget came from, you know, there's definitely Chinese investors on this movie. And so that it probably got more favorable, like money back. Whereas like a for like a movie that's, you know, just a, a Western production. When you take it to China, you only get so much of your money because the, the Chinese government keeps the rest. Whereas I feel like this one, you know, the, the math's a little different when you talk about Chinese investors. Yeah, in the movie. well, that and we also don't often find out what the marketing budget is for all of our movies. We very rarely do. So for a movie from 2018, 140 million, maybe, maybe on par with other big movies. I mean, obviously like the Avengers and stuff, those get huge marketing budgets. Um, so, right. you know, maybe it's not such a big thing that it has over a hundred million dollars in, in marketing. Maybe not. I just think that it seems crazy that the marketing budget was more than the actual budget of the movie. Yeah, that seems wild to me. I agree. Like this, I, I, I was surprised to see this specific movie get that large of a of a marketing push. Um, okay, so it's Rotten Tomatoes is forty five percent, and its audience score is forty two percent. So that was a little surprising to me um, that it has a lower audience score than a uh, 
than the Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it's not surprising that the Rotten Tomatoes is low. I, I was surprised about the other part. Um, okay. Top grossing movies of 2018. Uh, you have number one, Black Panther. Number two, Avengers Infinity War. And number three, Incredibles 2. Um, so this movie, The Meg, came in 22nd on the year. And actually... I was surprised to find out we have done three other movies on the podcast in 2018. Uh, number 13, Venom. Uh, number 44, Skyscraper. And number 83, The Spy Who Dumped Me. Cool. Yep. So I was I was, I was, was shocked. I was like, this maybe this is the first movie we did in 2018. Almost as shocked as I was when I just said Venom now. And, uh, Venom, but, Venom, call me Venom, Venom. There, there you go. Uh, okay, so... I didn't want to interrupt you. Oh, that's nice. So let's talk about the cast of this movie. Uh, we mentioned Jason Statham uh, playing Jonas Taylor. And you got, is it Bing Bing? Bing Bing Lee? Bing Bing Lee. Or Lee Bing Bing. It's yeah, so, they, can, they can go either way. Well... IMDb has it listed as Bing Bing Lee, so yeah, it's like Chow Yun Fat is sometimes listed as Yun Fat Chow. Soon Yin, Soon Yin, Soon Yin. Uh, Rain Wilson uh, as Morris, Cliff Curtis. I'm a big Cliff Curtis fan. Love oh, Cliff guy. Curtis rocks. Cliff Curtis is great. You know, we've and, done what you, you know, we've done another movie with Cliff Curtis in it. We have, but I'm not going to pull what it is. Uh, it's uh, another movie. It's another. Um, Semi, it's another disaster slash, um, um, big animal underwater uh, movie. Big animal under. We've done another big animal underwater movie. Uh-huh. Was Seen I one of the Godzilla movies or? <clears throat> uh, it may or may not have a jet ski on the poster jumping <laughs> through a boat. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. <laughs> I forgot that he was. Yeah, Cliff has been around forever, and he's he been in a lot of good stuff. Deep rising. He played Jesus once. Um, who else? Uh, Dave, one of Dave's favorite, Ruby Rose. He is the worst. And by the, she always plays the edgy whatever. Now she's an edgy scientist. But when this came out and I'm like, oh, Ruby Rose, you defended her, I remember, Joe. And now we, now as your different projects have come and all that, everyone knows Ruby Rose is the worst. Uh, I, I didn't mind her in this. She plays an edgy engineer in this, Dave, be fair. Um, <laughs> type of scientist, Dick. <laughs> Who else do we want to mention? Uh, the guy from Heroes, uh, uh, Masioka, Masioka. Uh, Jessica McName, who is going to, uh, who you will remember. Uh, do you remember? I'm sorry. I'm saying this wrong, but do you remember what other movie she was in that we did on the podcast? Jesse McNamee? Yeah. No. Don't look it up. I'm not. I Like, I don't know. She played uh, Sonya Blade in the uh, oh, most yeah. recent Mortal Kombat, so... Um, the giant, like, um, Scandinavian guy was the, um, was oh, you the mean Amish serial killer the on wall? Banshee. Right? Oh, you mean the, the wall? wall. <laughs> yeah, didn't he play the Amish serial killer on Banshee? Oh, yes. maybe. Why, why is that guy's name the wall? Why, why like, is it a nickname? Or yeah, they, I never, assume it's a nickname based on his last name. They he never, hangs out at Walgreens looking for those exclusive <laughs> Marvel legends. Uh, no, that's you. Uh, any, yeah. <laughs> anybody else that I didn't mention that you, that you guys want to bring up at all or? That's no, all you wow. Yeah, <laughs> wow, you and the Tush, and no one's got anyone else they want to mention. Wow, because it's there, there aren't cast. like there. That's not a big cast, and and the cast that's in it all have relatively significant parts in the film. Yeah, so I mean, I would see if you told me there was another movie with fat swimming ice cream kid, I would watch it. <laughs> but, you know, um, okay, let's do some net worth. 
Everyone loves a good round of net worth. Let's start with Masioka. He's got that sweet, sweet hero's money. I don't know what else he's got. What do you think, uh, LBJ? Uh, I know that he did some other things, like starting a different, um, uh, like like what he does uh, apps for phones and things. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say fifty million for him. Okay, what because do you I think, think he has Kush? other other ventures. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know you're way off. Anyways, Am I usually don't do that, but you're so off. I wanted to bring it up. That's okay, fair. Tush, what do you think? Well, he's got that sweet, sweet get smart money, you know, <laughs> and whatever the straight to video spinoff was. Um, I'm gonna say he has like two million. Okay, what do you think, Jody? Well, since LBJ is way off of fifty, I can go super high, or I can go super low. I think the more realistic one is about eight million. Uh, no one got exactly take that zero off LPJs and you got his five million dollars from Masiogi. Apparently, these apps he's making for phone are that popular. Oh, I'm looking it up now. I gotta, I, I gotta know. I gotta know. LPJ is downloading them as we speak. <laughs> he, he, he googled. Never mind. I'm not even gonna say what he googled because maybe it might be controversial. Okay, yeah, one of, no, right here. He, fo- like he founded. Guy. He founded the video game studio Mobius Digital Games. Well, must not I actually have heard of that. Yeah, they made the game Outer Wilds. I haven't heard of that. That's a good game. Okay. Uh, next up is Cliff Curtis. We, we talked about him. We love him. He's got that sweet, sweet, deep rising money. Uh, what do you think, Tush, for Cliff Curtis? Um, He's got that sweet, sweet risen money. That's what the money he played Jesus in. Um, <laughs> he's constantly working. So I'm going to say maybe about $7 million. All right, Jody. Well, he has been the Rock's brother in Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. (laughs) So Uh, I'm going to need you to phrase that in the form of a sweet, sweet being. Oh, he has uh, that sweet, sweet being the Rock's brother in Hobbs and Shaw. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to say 12 million. All right. What do you think, uh, LBJ? Uh, He's got that sweet, sweet uh, Walking Dead money. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead? Fear the Walking Dead money? Uh, It's a show I never really got into. Uh, I'm gonna say I'll say twelve million. Three million dollars for Cliff Curtis. Three million. Okay, next up, Bing Bing Lee. What do you think, Jody, for Bing Bing Lee? I have no idea anything else she's ever been in. Oh, I did read she was in a Resident Evil movie. Okay. So that has to be bank. So sweet, sweet five million dollars. All right, uh LPJ. Um, I got a feeling that she does a lot of Chinese films as well. So I'm going to say she's got that sweet, sweet, uh, well, she's got that sweet, sweet, um, she's in two of the Transformers movies. Um, she's got, I'll say 30 million. Okay. And Tush, before we go, I'd like to clarify that you're supposed to say she's got that sweet, sweet something she's been in money. You don't say she has sweet, sweet amount of money. I just like to clarify Thank the you rules for that. of net worth. Uh, Tush, what do you think? See, I think she's got that sweet, sweet, she was under house arrest and completely disappeared by the Chinese government for like two years because of tax evasion. Oh, wow. Obviously, she has no money. Deep cut. Yeah, I, I'm almost positive it was her, but yeah, there was a, a mainstream Chinese actress who has basically just disappeared for like two years and just recently resurfaced because she was under... House arrest for tax evasion. Well, so. I don't know if that's Bing Bing Lee because she's got eighty million dollars. Oof. 
So must be popular over there. I think she, I think it said she was an actress and a singer. So okay, next up, uh, Dave's favorite, Ruby Rose, LPJ. LPJ. She's got that sweet, sweet triple X return of Xander Cage money. What do you think for Ruby Rose? She got that sweet, sweet. Got fired from being Batwoman money. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go seven million. Uh, Tush. Um. I, I think it's all in stupid Australian dollars. So um I think I think she has five million. Okay, and finally, uh Joan? Um she has that sweet, sweet orange is the new black money. So I'm gonna say twelve million dollars. Two million dollars for Ruby Rose. Only two million. So okay, last two. Rain Wilson. What do you think for Rain Wilson Tush? He's got that sweet, sweet my super ex girlfriend money. But I'm going to say he has $10 million. All right. Uh, Jody? He has that sweet, sweet The Rocker money. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, I'm going to say $40 million. All right. And finally, uh, LBJ. He's got that sweet, sweet. Is it Super? What was the movie that he was yeah, in? With that, the... was a J- that was a James Gunn movie. Yep. Him and, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go $25 million. $14 million for Rain Wilson. And then finally... We've covered him many times. Jason Statham. What do you think for Jason Statham? Uh, I don't know. I'll let you guys do the sweet, sweet. Too many things to pick from. He's got that sweet, sweet Transporter 2, which wasn't as good as we all remember at Money. Uh, what do you think, uh, Jody, for Jason Statham? Well, he has that sweet, sweet Nomeo and Juliet money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I had to buy tickets to it twice, so that's a lot of sweet, sweet money. I'll say $120 million. Okay, LBJ. He's got that sweet, sweet uh, former Olympic diver money. <laughs> uh, we'll go. What'd you say, Jody? One hundred and twenty. I'll go one hundred and twenty-five million. Yes. Okay, and finally, Tush. I'm gonna go a hundred million. No sweet, sweet for Jason Statham. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He has that uh, that sweet, sweet. Um, Cameo in uh, cellular money, or no? He's uh, oh, whatever. No, I'm sorry. Cameo in uh, collateral. <laughs> they say he's playing the same character. So no, they say he's playing Chev Chelios in that. Oh, uh, okay. That's like well, I just feel stupid. Well, yeah, I really shouldn't have thrown it back to you. Uh, he has ninety million dollars. Oh, I don't even um, know yeah, if you've just looked it up. Apparently. Apparently, that whole tax evasion thing's about another actress named Bing Bing from China. So, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay, so this movie... Well, sorry, Bing Bing Lee. This movie... She you know listens. what? She listens. I, I guarantee you she deleted yeah. that that email. She was just typing us. She, I know. She, she listens for sure, and I she'll appreciate that apology. Okay, so director is our old buddy john turtletop uh most uh at least i think of him mostly for the national treasure movies mm-hmm. um how about what, in... what about cool runnings he directed cool runnings oh shoot i guess i forgot and about three that. ninjas oh three ninjas that's another movie that like will be covered on this podcast at some point at it some will point be. we just haven't quite gotten the grouping of people together to talk about it so the, we haven't decided because there's a lot of people that want to talk about it. anyways ah oh, gosh i guess i forgot he directed that uh Tush, anything about John Turtletub you want to mention? No, I think he's turtly enough for the Turtle Club. All 
right. Uh, on to the writers. Obviously, we mentioned this is based on a novel by Steve Allen. Does anyone know how many books there are in the Meg series? I think there's Five. like, yeah, I think there's more than one. I haven't read the others, just the first there, two. There are seven books in the Meg series. Seven books. You have this one which it's based on is called Meg, A Novel of Deep Terror. You have the yep. second one called The Trench, which I think is what they're calling They're making the movie. Yep. Uh, third one's called Primal Waters. Uh, fourth one's called Hell's Aquarium. Fifth one is called Ooh. Night Stalkers. And, oh, maybe it's only six. Sorry, there's six. The last one is called Generations. Um, I just hope they get to make a version of Hell's Aquarium. That sounds amazing. I'm going to go buy that now. It's- Go ahead. No, right. Gordon Ramsay the in it. Oh, no, it's a, stupid sharks! It's a crossover with uh, with Hellraiser. So all the sharks have like pins in their faces. Yeah, and they're all like don't weird. Don't act like you wouldn't watch that. Oh, I totally watch it. <laughs> oh, there is a seventh book, and it's called Meg Origins. So oh, God. there you go. <laughs> um, okay, like Wolverine and, Origins. Yeah, you guys one, should do that movie. Oh, uh, one, one can hope. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, and then the screenplay is by Dean Gregorius. Gregorius. Yeah, that's him. God damn you, LVJ! Why don't you ever help with pronunciations anymore? Georgaris, I don't know. All right, and then John and Eric Hober. 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 Yes. It's Hober. Hober. Okay. Hober. okay. Thanks. Hober. Thanks for I helping in the one. one I. Thanks for helping in clear the one I clearly knew how to pronounce. Um, and then the uh, music, which is unremarkable, and we're not going to play anything from, is by Harry Gregson Williams. So. Which is crazy. He's the guy that writes all the music for the Metal Gear Solid games. <sighs> for some reason, the excitement in your voice, I thought it was going to be some kind of Star Trek reference. No, no, sorry. I mean, um, have about the same amount of interest. He did. He did Chronicles of Narnia also. <laughs> well, Narnia. Any anything else you guys want to mention before we start? <laughs> I- did you write down any taglines? Uh, no, I didn't write them down, but I can I can pull them up I, real quick. Well, I wrote down some of them because right. when I looked up, there was like ten of them. Oh, this will be good. See. Some oh. of them were real hilarious. Oh yeah, there is. There's ten of them listed here. Do you do you want me to just go through them all? Or do you want to mention the ones you have? I just want to write down, tell you my favorite one. Okay, what is it? They went to hell to build the world's largest aquarium. Now they're going even further to stock it. They'll need a bigger boat. That's not accurate. I feel like that's that's not not at all. (laughs) I feel like that's a tagline for that book called Hell's Aquarium. Yeah. Like, that isn't at all the plot of the movie. (laughs) These these taglines, okay, they're so bad. They're amazing. Uh, Okay. The most feared predator in history is no longer history. Yeah, that's accurate. If you see her coming, it's all you have time to say. Before chasing monsters, check your place on the food chain. Now they get really interesting. Chomp on this. Please. <laughs> hold on. Please to eat you. Next uh, one's the best. <laughs> Next one's amazing. Opening wide. Uh, <laughs> the ultimate lady killer. Like, I feel like all these could also be taglines of the porn parody. She's the biggest thing you never saw coming. Yeah, that one right there. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then uh, the last one, just where the Meg comes to life. Um, whew, man. Wow. 
Those were worth it. Those were well worth it. Pleased to eat you. Uh, What I was laughing uh, before we got into that is as I was as I was arranging my notes, you know, and I saw like the 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 trivia and stuff, and the thing that jumped out that I I marked because I was like, oh, Tush wants to know this. It says Ruby Rose almost drowned on the set. (laughs) Yeah, just just the worst. Uh, okay. Anything else you guys want to mention before we uh, get into it? No, um, I do want to mention. I do want to ask you. Okay. Maybe you know this. Um, did they just repurpose the, the Jedi Starfighters from uh, Star Wars <laughs> Episode One to use as the submarines? They do look a lot like that. Or like I feel like there's submarines that the Gungans use that look like identical to that. Yeah, that is true. Anyways, guys, that, I just mark it down, everyone. Episode 184, I think. The first time the Gungans have come up on the last episode. And if we're lucky, the last time. <laughs> so right, next episode. Listen to the podcast? Yeah, let's, let's not go crazy. Okay, so this uh, movie opens up with a submarine rescue mission. Uh, there's a sub stuck in the bottom of the ocean. Uh, Jason Statham is a expert in underwater rescues? Question mark? No, he yeah, has, that's, that's but he also maybe a doctor. <laughs> he's not a no, doctor. No, he's not a doctor. Well, in the book he was. Oh. Well, this is um, the book, Dave. This is not the book. Yeah, but then yeah. he talks about like the one guy's like, oh, I'm a big admirer of your work and such. And, you know, I don't know. Yeah, saving people from broken submarines. Yeah. It reminded <laughs> me a lot of that Angel episode from season five. Ooh, Ooh, that's that's one of the you know what I'm talking about. That's a spectacular um, episode. So he's in there rescuing dudes and the sub gets like starts getting like knocked around from the outside and no one knows what's going on. So he's like taking dudes to the rescue vehicle. But then like uh, his buddies, his rescue buddies are like trapped uh, and and he's like, oh, I'm going to go save him. But then he decides not to. And he like disconnects from the sub uh, and then the sub like immediately blows up. Yeah, he had the choice to make. He he had to either escape and save everybody that he's already rescued or try and go back and get these two guys and put everybody's lives in danger. Um, and right. so he chose. And, and, yeah. And mind you, I would say this is going to come into play later, but like they disconnect and I would say the sub blows up pretty quickly afterwards. So like, oh, if yeah. you were yeah. there, if you were there, you'd be like, Oh, that sub blew up. Like if we hadn't left, we would have blown up too. Right. Like, absolutely. I feel like that. That's no, you should hold a grudge for a long time. (laughs) Yeah. That doctor, that that doctor's really, I feel like it's pretty clear that if they hadn't left, they would have blown up. But anyways, so we jump ahead till five years later, uh, we're introduced to the mana one research station, which I feel like is like they watched, um, they watched sequest, Deep Blue Sea and like uh, the Abyss and decided to build like that's where they got the idea for this uh, underwater sea base. Um, It's 200 miles off the Chinese coast. Uh, Rain Wilson shows up. He's like the rich guy that funded this. Uh, I don't think they ever really explain why he's a billionaire. He is just a billionaire. We don't know what he does to make his billions. Yeah. And his Um, name's his name's Jack Morris. No relation to the uh, former Detroit Tigers pitcher. Okay, good to know. Uh, so they like uh, he meets the whole crew. Um, you know, like we're introduced. That's where we're introduced to like Ruby Rose, who's the engineer who built all the stuff, and the guy DJ, who's the rover pilot, and Heller, who's the physician who was um, the physician who was on the mission with Jason Statham at the beginning of the movie, uh, and then our buddy Cliff Curtis, who plays Mac, who's like the station chief, and uh, Zhang, and. Yeah, what is it? Yao Lin? Yu Lin? Yao Lin? Somebody help me out. Anybody? 
Okay. Suyin? Suyin. Suyin. Okay. Who's I like have a daughter? random note about the, uh, the the asshole doctor. I said he looks like if Tom Wilkinson and Michael Bay had a baby. <laughs> that yeah, that's pretty note. accurate. So, okay. So this is what they're doing, and if I explain it wrong, somebody help me out. So they believe that what we think is the ocean floor is not actually the ocean floor, that it's like some kind of like super cool like mist thing and they think that if you pass below it there'll be an entirely different like ecosystem of warm water is that yes that is correct yeah pretty much. To kind of explain what they think it is i find it interesting that rain wilson seemingly or funded this whole place and blah 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 but he seemingly has no idea what's going on there he has no idea that they're doing this experiment to go down there so why was he funding this place yeah, you know, they probably pitched him on something like, hey, I don't know. give us some money. And he's probably like, okay, he's a wild man, Joe. He's supposed to be like a Howard Hughes type. All right, fair enough. I thought he was supposed to be more like a Mark Cuban type. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. That, that's a better example. Um, okay, so they they make it down there. They're right. There's there. It is like a cloud. They, they get attacked by something down there. We don't know what it is, and they get stranded. And they're trying to figure out how, like, because they're down so deep, they're like, how are we going to rescue them? And they're like, there's only one man who can make that kind of uh, rescue. They're like, we got to get Jason Statham, but he's, like, retired and living in Thailand. So they go to find him in Thailand, and he's like, I don't know, like a fisherman in Thailand, but he just has people take his boat out. He seemingly is, like, drinking all day, but. Well, he's doing what I call pulling. Oh, we're losing you. Dave, we're losing you. What's that? Fish goes down. We're, we're, we're losing you. Try that again. Oh, he uh, he's doing what I call pulling a Daniel Craig, which is just like getting, you know, quitting and then going hanging out in a beautiful tropical environment and drinking. I also like the idea that they're like, oh, you drink too much and you're drinking all the time. And then later on, we see him with his shirt off and he's like cut and ripped. And it's, like, <laughs> it's like if you're a drunk and you're drinking all the time, you are not. Uh, no, that, that if that's easily- how you look, I need to start drinking more. Yeah. <laughs> He's apparently drinking all the time, and when he's not, he's doing crunches and push-ups. Um, but anyways, so they go to Thailand to find him. Uh, they convince him to come back and help him out because the pilot of the sub that's stuck on the bottom of the ocean is his ex-wife. So who he still has a who he still has. You know, there was an amicable split. Right. They seem to be yep. real good buds. Um, so while this is going on, uh, the the. <laughs> I didn't write down her name at first, so I just have uh, ladies. Uh, no, Lori. <laughs> no, Lori. No, Ivor's lady sub pilot is his ex-wife. So no, I'm saying that. Um, so while they're stuck there at the bottom, like they they get the lights back on and the lights attract the well. Spoiler alert: the Meg. So it attacks the sub again, and she gets like a screwdriver stuck in her side, which looks yeah. like very painful. So I the wall. He shouldn't have that screwdriver out. Well, also the wall and hero are kind of jackasses. Like, they giggle about insertion. Like, they have, like, a whole thing. It's like, yeah, they're kind of creeps. You would laugh about that. Like, you don't Um, giggle at insertion? Well, I mean, yeah, but I'm not supposed to be a scientist. (laughs) That's fair. That's a fair point, guys. (laughs) You know what? You are not a scientist, Dave. Um, So, uh, while they're gone getting uh, Jason Statham and they get attacked again, Su Yin decides to take one of the gliders down, which is the thing that looks like the Gungan sub. Mm-hmm. Um, the, drink, the drinking game for this episode is every time we say Gungan, so keep that in mind. Uh, okay, so she goes down to try and rescue him ahead of time, but then Jason Statham arrives, 
Um, and he gets into a sub and he goes down to the bottom. Um, and then uh, LBJ's favorite part happens because she gets to glide her down there and this giant squid attacks. And there's all these close ups of like the tentacles, like grabbing the sub. Lots and of tentacles. Suction cups and Lots stuff. of tentacles. Um, like look at that suction yeah and like i remember from when we were definitely when we were definitely in the theater together watching it like you immediately got and went to the bathroom after this immediately i had to i had to it was embarrassing guys i do remember in the movies uh jody he yelled look at that suction (laughs) yep and then and then it was crazy. insertion. And it was crazy because one guy in the front row was like, "Yeah, like, totally agreed with me." You were so chopped? much that you no. weren't one of those weirdos that brings a blanket with you to the theater. <laughs> I see their call. He said, "Man, I should have brought a blanket." I did. I did. Totally <laughs> wish I would have. Okay, so then the mag is revealed and it kills the giant squid, much to LBJ's dismay. Very um, sad. Jason Statham saves his ex-wife, saves the wall, but like the Meg's coming back, so uh, Hero decides to make like a sacrifice play and like seals it and turns on all the lights, so the Meg comes and destroys the sub, but they get away. So they get to the top. Like Jason Statham in this movie keeps getting blamed for things that aren't really his fault because we forgot to mention that Heller, like, well, we kind of alluded to it, but Heller, the doctor, like. Held, held a grudge for five years and was like, you left our friends to die and you have a deep sea madness. And like, you were like, but like, like I said, clearly the sub blew up like two seconds after they disconnected. So like, wouldn't they all be dead? But anyways, yeah. so he, and, 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 and whether or not anything attacked the sub or not, it still blew up and he saved all their lives. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is like, there was nothing down there. You have deep sea madness, but it's like the sub blew up. So, but anyways, I mentioned that because he gets up and then like Su Yin's all mad. It's like, oh, you couldn't save Toshi? Like you left him down there. It's like, well, no, not really. Like he like made the decision, but I, I'm like, this guy can't catch a break. It's his thing. <laughs> yeah. My note actually says Su Yin sucks. It was pretty clear to me that it was Toshi's decision to st- that he decided to stay. Um, but anyways, so then we get our shirtless Jason Statham for like no apparent reason. He's like taking a shower, which <clears> by the way, had the googly uh, eyes there's a reason. <laughs> it's for the ladies, Joe. Well, that's true. And then uh, Jason Statham is jacked. How old is he again? I always feel like he's, he's in his 50 50- now. He's in his 50s, right? Yeah. I think he just turned 50. Like I think right, he's 50 I'm, now. Talk amongst yourself for one second while I look it up. 54 years old. 54? So. Dang. No, I mean, this movie was 2018. Yeah, so he's so 50 when the movie was made. Yeah, so but he's jacked. Um, okay, so Rain Wilson, I guess, decides because he's a billionaire, like, wants to make money off the Meg. It's never quite clear how they're going to make money off it. Uh, but then He just the doesn't me- want to get sued. Well, that's later on that he doesn't want to get sued. Oh. At this point, he's because they're like, oh, well, they're like, well, we can't go back down there. And he's like, we got to do more exploring because this is a discovery we can make money off anyways so the meg shows up at mana one uh i have to say one of those this movie is shockingly light on actual violence maybe not for a pg-13 movie i think the most brutal thing in this movie is when the meg kills those whales yeah (laughs) those humpback whales the mom and the baby oh yeah it's very brutal so uh, i'll let uh captain science man lpj explain the science that they say, how did the Meg get through, or it followed them through the heat? Not really tunnel? science, yeah, it just followed them. Like, or no, there was a, 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 a which we call it, thermal, a thermal. You're not uh, the scientist. Allow uh, me. Right. If I Allow me to explain guys' butts to me. I'd ask for the tush. <laughs> All right, this is essentially so, like a fart. 
in, Am I in wrong? the so the uh, in the area underneath the thermocline, which is what the which is what that that area of like sulfur dioxide is or hydrogen sulfide is. Um, there's these little like volcanic vents, and that's what kind of keeps the the temperature stable underneath the thermocline. Well, when the sub blew up, it blew open one of those thermal vents and shot a big like plume wad, of heat. Wad. What? Shot a big <laughs> wad of heat right up into the thermocline and created a passageway for one of, for the mega to get through. And then when the rubble collapsed around it, it settled and and the temperature stabilized. You've got you wanna, such a science boner right now. Do you want to do you want to hear how I described it in my notes? The Meg followed them up. Some bullshit about heat and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> so they decide to go after the Meg. Um, and then this is where I first asked this question. Why did they bring the rover pilot with them to hunt the shark? I told you, diversity. <laughs> it, makes, it makes zero sense that he is with them. He, there's not a rover to pilot. They're not piloting anything. They're just going after this giant shark. He because they have a limited there. crew. And they're, they're like, hey, swim. what if they have to drive a rover? <laughs> okay, fair enough. And also, they need someone to kind of trick the other guy into falling into the water so he can then die. <laughs> That's later. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so they, they decide that they need to get a tracker mm-hmm. on the Meg so they can follow where it's at. So Jason Statham has to swim out to put a tracker on the Meg, and he does. Cause, because uh, their theory is... Well, if it's a small object in the water, the Meg's not going to pay attention to it. Right. And that that's where I'd say that this movie, um, my biggest question kind of with the, the logic of this movie is like, the Meg seems to pay attention to things that it would not be paying attention to if you were as big as the Meg. Like, I don't understand why it zeroes in on like one single person. And like, I don't know. I just feel like if you're that big, maybe you wouldn't pay attention. To a person's like a Cheeto to the Meg. Right. Well, yeah, <laughs> but would you... But you would eat a Cheeto if it was just, like, floating around, right? But I'd rather eat, like, 40 Cheetos. <laughs> and I also wouldn't, like, go out of my way and, like, if, like, a Cheeto was stabbing me, I wouldn't keep going after it. I'd be like, you know what? There's lots of other Cheetos in the bag. Yeah, but when you want to prove a point to that Cheeto, be like, I'm, you're not getting away, Cheeto. I'm going to get you. <laughs> LBJ's face looks like, looks like he wants to murder all of us right now. I feel like if we're not careful, Cheeto's going to become some kind of, like, Racial epitaph that we're not. That we're talking about. He's mad we're talking about Cheetos and not Munchos. (laughs) I love Munchos. Um, I also love. I also love Bugles. Yeah, Witch Fingers. Yep. So, anyways, he gets the tracker in. (laughs) He gets the tracker in, and then the Meg notices him. So the Meg's chasing him, but like the boat's chasing him. Um, and then like they get him on the boat, and he's okay. And that's when there's one of my favorite lines in the movie from Heller, and he says, he says to Jason Statham, he says, "You might be a son of a bitch, but you're sure as hell no coward." <laughs> I don't know why I love that line. They're basically fishing with Jason Statham for the Meg. It's true. Yeah. Um. So after they tag the Meg, then they're like, okay, well, we're gonna kill it with some poison. So they had this super fancy like shark cage it's made out of like glass or something that can't be broken uh, it's really strong plastic plastic okay um so they go down Sunyin goes down she's gonna kill it um she tried there's the, the mag like the mag can't break the cage but is like trying to swallow it whole but she does shoot the mag with the poison um 
and, and then like Jason Statham goes in to save her, and like a bunch of stuff happens. She runs out of air, um, and then like just as it seems like maybe they're gonna get like eaten, ate, ate by the Meg, eaten by the Meg, uh, it dies of the poison, and then like oh, but then like Su Yin's dead for like briefly a little bit, but then she's alive again. Yep. Yeah. And then we get to the part. Then we get to the part that Tush was talking about, where like they caught the mag, it's dead. They dragged it up on the boat, and it's hanging there. And like the walls trying to get a picture with it, and like they do this prank where like they move it on the thing, and he's like, ah, oh, and he falls in the water, and they're like, ah, oh, it's hilarious, blah blah blah. They're having a good time, but then <laughs> the other mag, because there's two of them that we don't know about, the bigger one like jumps up through the water, eats the wall, and like eats the other mag, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. And then, then it like it, it like capsizes the boat, and they're all like stuck in the water. And Doctor Heller sacrifices himself so Ruby Rose can like make it back to the boat. Bad call. Um, <laughs> and then they're like, then the Meg's like chasing them, and they're in the like those little like tiny like I can't think of the name of them now boats. Uh, they're How called, do they get away from Zodiacs or something? Yeah, yeah. Or the Meg in those little tiny lifeboats. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, those those things are not that fast. Uh, unconfirmed um but then uh then like rain wilson calls in a helicopter and they it shows up and it tags this meg and it fires a couple bullets at it and the meg's like ah fuck this shit and turns around and yeah. like <laughs> i just need a whole boat basically but <laughs> these like, couple I, machine guns are gonna fuck with me i i got hit with like five bullets and i was like i feel like it feel like a mosquito or like a pinprick to us but anyways so uh, they get back to Mana One. I find it funny that there's a subplot where basically everybody on this on the uh, this Mana One wants Jason Statham and Su Yin to like hook up. Oh yeah, like like his true. ex his ex wife Mac, uh, the daughter. Everyone's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay. Oh, we forgot to mention that the uh, that the main scientist died when they oh, all yeah. went to the wall. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Oops, Zhang did die when the boat yes. got capsized. He died because I'm not sure he fell in the water. I think like yes, internal else. injuries. He got like a part of the boat fell on him and hit him. I yeah. guess uh, this okay. is where Avery started watching with me. <laughs> it well, it shouldn't have bothered her that much. It didn't seem to bother his daughter or granddaughter that much. <laughs> it was okay. Yeah. So okay, I forgot. Yes, Zhang died. Um, I, I do have a note that says Suyin's dad dies. Oh, I guess his name is Zhang. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> but what's his net worth? I only know that because I paused the movie and I was watching it on Amazon. You know, it's like the thing where it shows you all the people in the scene at the bottom. Right. Um. Anyways, so Rain Wilson like gives a big speech and he's like, "Hey guys, I called the government. I called all these governments around here about the Meg." Uh, and don't worry, they're going to take care of it. They sent like destroyers after it, blah, blah, blah. But that's a lie. He didn't actually tell him about it. And he goes off to kill it by himself because he's afraid that the people the Meg kills are going to sue him, question mark. Well, their families probably. Oh, okay. Um, so they think they kill the Meg with these like homemade death charge, depth charge, but they actually kill a whale. And then when he's like, get out of here, he falls off the back of the boat. Somehow no one on the boat notices. It's not that big of a boat. There's like four people standing around. No one notices that Rain Wilson falls off the back uh, and then gets eaten by the Meg while he's clutching onto the dead whale. Yeah. He wanted yeah. that Meg tooth. Yeah, that's It wasn't true. there. <laughs> so they they figure out 
back on mana one, they figure out that the, that uh, rain Wilson was lying. So they're like, ah, we got to go get the Meg ourselves. Uh, so they get on big board, a bigger boat. I guess it was supposed to be the evacuation boat for mana one. They take, they take the Gungan ships and they, they all get on the pylon and they go, um, they bring the Rover pilot again. And I still don't know why. Why did they bring the little daughter? No. Okay. That's fair. Too. <laughs> Fair enough. She seems more capable than the rover pilot. I was it's just gonna to say. heighten the stakes. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, listen to your script, your scriptwriter talk there, Dave. Save the cat. Um. Okay. So the Meg shows up at this beach, and I don't even know how to describe what's going on in this beach. Basically, anything that could happen on it a is beach is happening. The most this dangerous free for all <laughs> beach. There are. Thousands of people at this beach, just in the water. Yep. There are jet skis weaving in and out of the people that are swimming. <laughs> there's boats. There's like people on pontoons. There's a dude. And in the like, water is so deep. Yeah, it's, it's like two so feet. No two one's in that deep of water at like in the ocean. Yeah, there's no beach. It's just like you step out into the water and it's, it's 100 feet deep. Yeah, and and like. <laughs> And there's guys like in those giant inflatable balls, like it's true. Running, over running over people in the water. It is bizarre. There's a lot of random horniness. Like, hey, that's yeah, every beach. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's so much going on in this, and it's just like it's just supposed to like heighten the tension because it's like the Meg shows up and there's all this stuff going on, and so they have a plan that they're going to kill the Meg because they have the tracker on it, yeah. And they're like, we're going to lure it in with whale sounds. And I, I'm, I feel like I knew this at one point, but today when I was watching it, I was like, I missed it. Like they make homemade torpedoes, or yeah. what? They they make homemade torpedoes and put them on the Gungan ships that, that they're going to kill the Meg with. Well, because yes. they established that the one that the ex-wife once sunk a whaling ship with a homemade torpedo. Oh, ooh, I see. Beef. So that's that was the uh, they you know they uh, what do they call exactly. that when you when you introduce something? Foreshadowing. Yeah, or I, or I was going to say like I thought it was called something else. In it is called something else, but that's essentially what it is. Yeah. LBJ's like, I don't know up. what it is, but it is called something else. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up with your movie terms and keep going. Uh, okay. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, keep talking through the plot, Mr. Plot. That's the only reason why I have you on this show. Uh, so, um, th- also there's a point where this, uh, <laughs> this shark is chasing a tiny dog because there's a boat where people are taking like like uh, wedding pictures and the dog jumps off. The dog's but name no is one Pippin. cares to save it. That's true. The dog's name is Pippin, and it appears as though the Meg is chasing this individual well, dog, which is that dog crazy. swam so far away from that boat, and it's so little. Like it, like it's amazing that it just didn't just die. It swam you know. so long. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then and like, the Meg wouldn't want it. That's a grain of rice. <laughs> also, not a Cheeto. It's a grain of rice. Oh, I There's lots of other sharks in the water, though. So, oh my gosh, this movie. That's another thing about this movie. Is it like, like I get it. I get that there are a lot of sharks in the ocean, but this movie makes it think that like a drop of a hat, there could be like 500 sharks just show up out of nowhere. And I don't know. I'm not a marine biologist, but I don't think that's the case. Wait, you're not. I'm not. I want to jump on anyone. I did. I, I feel like that was a very 80s kid thing to like want to be a marine biologist when you were like in elementary school. But anyways, okay. So while it's on the while it's in, it swimming around with all the shit happening, the tracker falls off, and then it starts like attacking people. But like that, and this is kind of going to get into my thing about this movie is like this, the PG-13 rating of this movie really 
does not help this movie, and I think it hinders it a lot. Because, I don't know, I feel like the Meg maybe kills like 20 people on that beach. Like, if that, it's very hard to tell that it's killing people. Yeah. It's, and, and in theory, it could just swim with its mouth open and get like 100 people. like Easily. But like, I don't know, like, I, I'll save that for more of my final thoughts. Um, so they lure the they lure the Meg in with the whale sounds, but because the tracker's not on it, it surprises them and starts like attacking them. Uh, they try and get it with the uh, homemade torpedo. It doesn't work. Um, there's these news helicopters that are also there at the beach and they crash into each other. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them crashes into the boat. So they all have to jump off the boat. The boat's on fire. Um, Jason Statham, whose Gunkin sub got injured, has like a big, uh, uh, like a jagged piece of metal sticking out. So he's like, I'll take care of this. So he drives and like turns and like cuts open the Meg from like the bottom, like its belly. And so it's bleeding. And then, but then Meg gets it in his mouth and he gets out and he takes a knife and he stabs it. And then he stabs a big piece of metal through its eyeball. Yep. Yeah. No, it's, 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 uh, it's one of those poison darts again. Oh, is that what it is? No. Yeah. And, and the reason he stabbed it with a knife is so he could just hold on to it. Oh, oh yeah, right. because the thi- because the thing jumps up out of the water like it's like I don't know, like doing a trick at Sea World. It's like a Sea World experiment. Yeah, and he's like yeah. holding on to it and he stabs it, and then it gets in the water, and then that's when it's like it's kind of dead, and that's when like two hundred thousand sharks show up and start eating it out of nowhere. But they don't. So want this to is why I want to tell you. I want to tell you about why it's an improvement over the book's ending, because in the book's ending. His tiny sub gets swallowed whole, and so he gets out of it and starts walking around and fucking ship up, shit up from the inside, like Pinocchio or something. So he's just inside the Meg, just running around and hacking stuff. And I think this ending is kind of an improvement over that. That's fair. Um, so the Meg dies because 8 million sharks eat it. Um, everyone's happy. They're hanging out on that boat with the wedding people. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of the funniest thing to me is like they think maybe Jason Statham's dead, but then like the uh, uh, Bing 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 Bing, um, <laughs> Suyin Suyin Bing Bing, um, her sub pops up, oh, and Jason, Stath- Jason Statham's on it, and they're like, oh yeah, everyone's all right, and they're like. They're driving to the wedding boat, and they see Pip and the dog still swimming to get back to the boat. But they but don't they, save they him. Don't the dog. Jason Statham <laughs> looks over, sees the dog, and he's kind of like, hmm, that's weird. Oh, well. So then we cut to the boat. Everyone's having a good time on the boat. And then we see Pippin finally get to the boat, and they're like, oh, you're alive, Pippin. I'm like, why didn't you pick up Pippin? That was so mean. Um, and then and probably the, the cruelest thing about this movie is that like at the end, like the boat like goes away and the camera like turns down and like goes under the water and you're like, oh boy, here comes the setup for the sequel. And then it just says Finn for the end, which I mean, I get it. It's clever, but like, um, <laughs> although uh, one of the things, because um, we, we talked about, we mentioned this, they are currently making a sequel to this, which is, I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner with how much money this made. But one of the things that I, I would have to go back and see this, but I read is that it says like, if you watch the scene where the Meg's getting like eaten and stuff that you see like a baby shark, like come out of its mouth to like imply that it did have an offspring. And so oh, yeah, was, I did read that before, but I, I, I've never seen it. And so I'd have to, next time I watch it, I have to look and see if I, I actually noticed that. So, um, 
but yeah, that's the end, or Finn, if you will, uh, the end of the Meg. Uh, whatever, what, what's everyone got that they want to talk about? I don't have any role reversals. I will say that it did seem like that this movie, because the book came out in 97, it seemed like this movie was kicked around a lot as far as like development go. Yep. Like, like it was going to be like it was going to be a Dis- Disney was going to make it, but then they got scared because it was like right around the time of Deep Blue Sea. And then like, I don't know, it seemed like it was all over the place before it actually got made. Yeah. At one point, the rights reverted back to um, the book, the, the the author, and then eventually resold the rights again. Um, and yeah, and then eventually it, 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 get, it eventually got made, but it took forever. Yeah. I, I know at one time they like uh like they were gonna have Eli Roth direct it. Yeah. But he's like, Hey, I wanna also play Jonas in it. And they're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, and no. then at one point Guillermo del Toro was gonna produce with John DeBont directing. Um Jan DeBont. Jan DeBont, whatever. Uh but yeah, it it just it just kinda sat for forever. Originally, it was going to be a George Clooney vehicle, so yep. there's that, too. So, um, yeah, I don't know if anyone, Dave, is there anything else about the book that you want to mention? or No, no, I mean... Uh, <laughs> Not at all. No, I mean, yeah, like, like, basically, like I said, like, in the book, like, the ex-wife character is, like, pure evil, and and she's, like, having an affair with the Rain Wilson character and all that stuff, and well, I guess it's not really an affair, because, or she was having an affair with him, and then they got married, and uh, uh, so, yeah, but uh, there, there's the movie is an improvement in the book in a lot of ways. Because, like I said, it's kind of a stereotypical 90s, like, you know, sci-fi type book, you know. Well, here's, here's a little thing for you, Dave. It does say that in the novel, like, at the after, like, he first sees or whatever has the encounter that, like, after his final diving venture, he becomes a paleobiologist in the book. It's true. Yeah. So there you go. That explains why you thought he was a scientist. He basically um, becomes Dr. Alan Grant. Like in the book. Shooter! Um, All right. So, what do you think? We ready to rate this thing? I'm ready to rate it. All right. Let's rate it. All right. Well, um, Joe, since you're the guest, do you want to go first or. Uh... <laughs> I don't want to go first. <laughs> He, who that wants to go good. first? You that was good. Us. When did you decide you were going to make that burn? Like just, right when I was beginning now. or just now? Okay, just all right. Now. I will go first. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, and as we've established in the past, I was the first one to ever do quarter machine guns. So I'm going to give it three and three quarter machine guns. I enjoyed it. There's definitely flaws. Could I, I, agree, with, I agree with Hovercraft Joe. I think an R rating could have helped it. But uh, I enjoyed it. Jody? Um, I think that the tush is wrong because I've given quarter machine guns a long time ago. <laughs> I, I mean, they weren't machine gun. No, back when we recorded live, yeah. LPJ did not like it. I don't think it was not a but fan. I'm not going to give this one a quarter. Anything? I'm going to give this one three and a half Cheetos with the Maggie. <laughs> I I think it'd be a lot better if it was more violent. That's what I want to see in my shark movie. For a long time, my daughter's like, no, I don't want to watch the Meg. I don't want to watch the Meg. She sat down and she watched most of it with me yesterday. She's like, that wasn't bad at all. I was like. You think you'd want her to be traumatized? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If we're going to watch a shark movie, I want the shark to eat a ton of people and I want to see it. Okay. Like eating that whale, I want him to eat the people like that. So deepest, bluest, your head is like a shark fin. That's right. <laughs> um. All right. I'll go. Uh, I-, I think 
I think that's kind of where watching this movie again, I still like it. I like Jason Statham. There's some good stuff, but like, I feel like there's so much potential as to what this movie could have been that like, I don't know. It makes me kind of wish it was a different movie. Like uh, a couple things. One, the not being R rated is a, is a huge detriment because like I said, like, like this movie is ripe for some, like, you know, I'm not like a blood and guts, like, yeah, I got to see it kind of guy, but like this movie's ripe for that. When you have the giant shark, like, and you barely see any kills and the kills you see are just people getting swallowed whole. Like, and like, I just feel like the tone of this movie can't decide. Like if this movie had just been like, Hey, we're not going to take ourselves seriously at all. But I don't feel like that's what it does. I feel like sometimes it wants you to be like, ha, 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 ha. And sometimes it's like, no, this is serious. Like, I don't feel like it decided on, like, if it were, we're going to play this as a serious movie or we're going to play it as, like, kind of like a over-the-top, like, hilarious type thing, you know? Like, I, I feel like it couldn't make up its mind about what kind of movie it wanted to be. And I wish it would have just picked one and went with it. So, I don't know. I still like parts of it. But overall, like today, I just I didn't I didn't feel like I enjoyed it as much as I used to upon, you know, first time and watching it a couple other times. I'm going to go with two and a half machine guns for this one. Okay. Um, I like this movie just as much now as I did the first time I saw it. Um, I, I view it as just a standard, you know, disaster slash monster movie you know, just like a popcorn movie. I don't, I don't see it as anything more than that. Um, and I'm okay with that because I, I like the action in it. I like Jason Statham in it. Um, I enjoyed the plot of the film cause there's not really a very complicated plot. It just kind of happens. Um, I, I don't mind this movie at all. Um, I'm, it definitely has some issues. I think you're probably right. I mean, uh, objectively if it had been an r-rated movie they could have gone you know straight horror with this if they wanted to or straight you know um um suspense movie if they wanted to but i don't think that's what their goal was i think their goal was to make this exact style of movie um because they wanted to appeal to a broader audience because they needed to make back that 300 million dollars they spent on it and making an r-rated shark movie probably isn't gonna do it yeah lord um, knows lord knows jaws didn't make any kind of money isn't famously known as the first summer blockbuster of all time yeah but that's that was a different time i mean i don't think i don't think this movie if it were rated r would have done the same thing well i mean yeah that's fair i mean that's a lot of movies you know are influenced by the rating because you're gonna you know you it, limit your it, audience yeah so i mean i get that i'm just saying that i think they could have um, also jaws is rated pg dum dum is it is it rated PG still? Yes. Yeah. Well, PG thirteen didn't exist back then, but wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. I feel like there's nudity in that movie. No, there's not. Yeah, it's like implied nudity. Like you see a silhouette. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyways, okay. So there's a lot more that. nudity in James Bond movies. That's for sure. And those are generally PG 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 movies. So what are you yeah. what are you giving? I, I'm going to go I'm going to go three and a half machine guns. And the only reason why I don't go four is because um. I, 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 this isn't – there's definitely some detraction f- – how do I want to describe it? I could see how people would have your opinion, Joe. 
I mean, listen, I, I should say I, I like this movie. I mean, I, I think it's a fine watch. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say don't watch it. I think you guys are being a little bit generous about the action and the plot and stuff in it. Like, I think it's fine. I don't think it's anything close to approaching four machine guns as far as, like, I don't think a lot of the performances besides Jason Statham are good. I think, it's you know, like, I know that's not what you're watching this movie for, but... Right. I, I don't know. I, I think you guys are being very generous, but, you know, that's why we do this. I, I think it's a fine movie, and I think it's fun to watch, but I think the potential of what it could have been is a lot is a lot better. So. Would you watch you it know, again? I, I'd watch it again. I've watched it. I mean, I, I'm probably not going to run out and watch it again now. This is the first time right. I've sat down and watched the whole thing. I feel like that this is a movie that I'd rather watch, like, parts of and sit down and watch the whole thing if that makes sense like i'd rather have yeah. the fast forward button have it ready and fast forward to some parts i don't like i don't need to see and then just watch the parts i want to so okay that's fair right. i said overall yeah it was a fun movie like you know i watched it today and i, I did this podcast so it was a good friday oh boy <laughs> <laughs> wow no thank you Which the joke won't really make sense when the episode drops not <laughs> yeah. even a little it, maybe if you're Greek Orthodox, it will. Okay. All right. All right. I love by the, by the end of all these episodes, especially when the tush is on, like, LPJ is so mad at the tush by the time, <laughs> the time it gets to the end of it. Well, I mean, look, like, at, look at the end of the episodes that, that he's been on. We talked about, we talked about, uh, was it the ultimate warrior behind, uh, the behind gym a, and, yeah, a gym? Yeah, yeah. We've <laughs> talked about any number of things that could potentially get us removed, you know, <laughs> yeah, from well, distribution. And then, and then he wasn't on the show last week, and we talked about, like, a show where we, like, like a, a house-building show where we make masturbation rooms for people. So, I mean, I the feel like check? <laughs> I feel yep. like that. I feel like that. The tush is not necessarily the problem, but you know, I get you. That's yeah. Right. I, I mean, wait, you talking about the the reality show we were coming up with for Bobby? No, Clay? no, no, no. We're not. We're not talking about that. We're okay. not talking about that. We're good. <laughs> anyway, um, anything you guys want to plug? Um, is your book uh, ever the, coming the out? Book, the book I, <laughs> I knew he was going to bring up the book. <laughs> I am in the process of printing out another copy, and I think I'll give it to Jody first because I feel like. He's the most literate of all of you. Wow. Okay. You read I, don't a lot. I don't know how to I'll take give that. I'll it to Avery. Okay. Avery can read it. She'll tell okay. me. Um, I'd like to plug another animal attacking movie that I saw with the Tush and Joe. The Crawl. Or Crawl. Just Crawl. Just Crawl. crawl. It's an alligator movie. That one's pretty good. I also want to plug whoever made your James Bond movie poster with E.T. <laughs> in it. I mean, if we could get the giant Meg Shark face with the giant ET, maybe eating a Cheeto, that would be pretty amazing this week. Ooh, yeah, that's a big ask. That's a big ask. And uh, who was it that made that poster? I'm scrolling back. I think it was Escape Soul. It, yeah, who it, do it, I have it, to plug to get that to happen? <laughs> get it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was 100. percent It was Escape Soul. Um, it is a. If you haven't seen it on the Discord, it's a good reason to join the Discord. Because uh, it also it has ET, it has a mannequin, and it has that terrible shot of Quentin Tarantino sucking on Selma Hayek's toes. Yeah, uh, it is. It is really a work of art. It, it is pretty great. We so, have some. Um, we have some very talented question mark people on Discord. Uh, so yeah, so, so uh, this leads me into uh, to the plug here. Go to GameZillaMedia.com and scroll to the bottom of the page. 
click on the Discord link, and you can join our Discord, and you can chat with us. You can tell us all about your favorite shark movies or disaster movies or, you know, whatever. Send us pictures. (laughs) Or action movies. Or action movies. You can do (laughs) underrated, you know, overlooked action movies. What do you think? Is this one overlooked and underrated? Um, I mean, I think it made too much money to be over overlooked. I mean, you can talk about how um, LPJ's pronunciation is very Anglo-centric, so you refuse to say Yandabant or homage. <laughs> uh, you know. Yandabant. Yandabant. John Debunt, <laughs> director of Twister. <laughs> you know what? I'm so fine. I'll own it. I'll own it. I'm fine with that. You guys, you guys are cracking up, but I gotta record another episode with them. Yeah, you guys are leaving. So that's why I wanted to. Cho- that's why I chose first. Because you I figured we get LPJ all riled up and think how good your next episode will be. Oh, you guys, you're if welcome. You, if you Danny, knew the next movie we we're doing, you change your Anyway, check us out. GameZillaMedia.com. Uh, we're also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can find us anywhere where podcasts are available. Um, guys, not my, not my face. No, no, not Joseph. Uh, guys, thanks for being here. Question yeah, mark. You're welcome. <laughs> no, thanks. I, yep. We always appreciate when you yeah. have a good time. All right. Well, this episode of the Last Action Podcast has been terminated. But. We'll be back.